Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show, for our business, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Uh, the Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency at TuckerTN.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. Their website is CalvinandSubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at TN. Dot org. So, Zach, last year, you mentioned we have this show every year, right? It's how how far away are the Tennessee Titans from a Super Bowl appearance? Well, last year was a lot closer than it was this year. This year, the Titans have been playing uh, for almost a month. Last year, they just had uh, their AFC Championship game come up short, losing by 11 to the eventual Super Bowl champions who are back in the Super Bowl this upcoming Sunday with the Kansas City Chiefs. But I still think the Super Bowl window is alive. We'll talk about how many more years I think the Titans have with the Super Bowl window uh, under the current construction. But we know the Titans' offense is powerful enough, led by Tannehill and Henry and A.J. Brown and the offensive line. But how, how many more pieces away are they to being able to really compete and to get to a Super Bowl uh, appearance. Zach, how do you feel about this? Well, before we get to the actual number and, and the the actual pieces, I think this is a big impact to that discussion, and that is pieces also include coaching. You know, okay. we, talk of, we talk about pass rush. We talk about linebackers and, and secondary and cutting Jonathan Joseph in the middle of the year, trading for Desmond King. We talk about, you know, the tackles and what Isaiah Wilson is trending to be, which is a big old bust. But what about coaching, right? Because we know, and, and everybody knows this, Mike Vrabel is a defensive-minded head coach. He is not an offensive guru. So the start and the trend, and we've already seen it, Matt LaFleur, gone. Gone to Green Bay, head coach. Now, Arthur Smith, gone to Atlanta, head coach. That's going to continue to happen. So these pieces will be a revolving door. Plus, on the other side, Shane Bowen, which I'm not going to get my heart rate, rate up this morning, this early in the show, but you have to make quality decisions on your coordinators to make sure that the pieces move, right? The watch. It's it, the watch. It's a great example. There are so many different tiny pieces moving for it to tick and tick on time. Can the pieces move with the right person that's winding the watch? So is Shane Bowen the right guy to wind it? Well, last year he wasn't. They were trash. Yeah. And this year he gets a promotion. Can, is that a piece that can help them get to the Super Bowl? Because obviously, and I want to say this. One of the reasons you referenced it, right? In 2019, they were a lot closer to the Super Bowl, right? They went to the AFC Championship game. They were up by 10 against the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost, but they were close. This year, Lamar Jackson ate their lunch in the second half. They didn't go for it on fourth and two, some coaching mistakes, all of that. But one of the reasons why they made it to the AFC Championship game was defensively, they stepped up. And it wasn't all about players. It was about Dean Pease. Dean Pease impacted that team in beating New England and holding Tom Brady, yeah. in beating Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, and then getting that 10-point lead and doing the best job they can against Patrick Mahomes. But they, these are some of the things that we didn't really talk about pre-show that I do think impact yeah. this discussion. Well, and, and that's the irony in the 2020 Tennessee Titans that lost in the wild card round against the Ravens is that the defense held them back for the majority of the, for the entire regular season, but the offense is what cost them in the playoffs. The offense only scoring 13 points in the playoffs, the worst output of the entire year. Zach, you, we've, we've been over this. 
like you can allow 20 points to Lamar Jackson and you win that game because your offense is one of the best scoring offenses in the entire world in football and you only score 13. That's that's the irony in the entire thing is that the offense got them there to 11 and five and winning the division for the first time in 12 years, but the offense failed them in the playoffs. They got them the early exit. So now we know you're right. Coaching is an important part of this, but there's also the personnel. And I think offensively in the, in the playoff game, play calling and personnel was the limitations that bit the Tennessee Titans against the Baltimore Ravens. They didn't have the personnel offensively to go out there once Corey Davis had whatever injury that was uh, late in that game, and they had to throw uh, to Khalif Raymond, who got you know you know maybe two hand touched to the ground, but and that interception happened. So that held them back, along with some bad coaching decisions that we know about. Arthur Smith, Mike Vrabel, everybody included on offense. And Jared says, is the offense falling flat in Tannehill? That's two years in a row he's been subpar. Ryan Tannehill's not the problem. I, I think things around him have been have hurt him at times. And so the Titans have to fix some things uh, this offseason. And John Robinson has a big year because of the entire whiff that was last offseason. Yeah, so let's ask this question. What are the three most important pieces the Titans need to get to get to a Super Bowl, right? So what are they? Because they have some structure. We've talked about it. We'll talk about the quality of their head coach later on in the show. But Tannehill has played at an elite level the last two years that he's been a Titan. Those are straight facts, homie. Now, in the playoffs, he hasn't had the stats to shine. And you just talked about what he did this past year in Baltimore. They have Derrick Henry. The singular best running back in the National Football League. Period. End of sentence. That's one sentence. They also have A.J. Brown, a budding wide receiving star, who's I think is a top 10 receiver, and I think Austin thinks that in his heart. He didn't say that earlier in the season, but we haven't gone back to reassess that. I mean, yeah, but we were talking about it then, not talking about it now or talking about it moving forward. Okay, so, so there, now there he's are top different, 10. So you, so you vaulted are, him to top no, 10? You're distracting things. Understand that time has passed where conversations will be different. We're not uh, uh, I'm saying, Henry, uh, I, Is he So is he in your top 10 right now? I'm not, we're, we're going to, we'll save that for a rainy day if we want to, but just because Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL right now, you would have been told how crazy you are. If in 2017, you said Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL. That's three right? years ago. I was talking about like four weeks. Ago. I'm just like, saying time <laughs> changes. Three the years and four weeks. Huge difference. But regardless, 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 we digress. We digress. They've got big Jeff. Kevin Byard, they have Malcolm Butler who stepped up and really has earned his big-ass contract. At least last year he did. He played very, very well. But they also have some issues. So, right, so, so Zach, I, I will go through, before we get everybody's three most important things, I've got the building blocks. And I'll, I'll, you want me to go through the building blocks and what I think the Titans have right now? I do, but... I first want you to tell people about the Bone and Joint Institute. Yes, boneandjointtn.org. That's the website. Whenever you get hurt or someone you love gets hurt, injuries happen in life just like they do in football, make sure you know where to go and know who to trust. That's the people at the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. They have over a dozen doctors there who specialize in really anything orthopedic, or joint replacement, whatever it might be that you need, they've got it. They've also got a state-of-the-art physical rehab facility. Their head trained, their head rehab uh, person is a former NFL offensive lineman. He knows what he's doing uh, with Dr. Dave there, running stuff uh, with the Bone and Joint Institute. So boneandjointtn.org is where to go. Also, tomorrow, don't miss tomorrow's show. You're going to log on. You can do this too. Yes. Open your BetMGM app. They are the official title sponsor of A to Z Sports. We're going to place a $500 wager on my account, and you can follow right along with us. That's the best part. So download the BetMGM app today. Use the code A to Z Sports. That's very key. You want to place this bet like me, you need to use that code A to Z Sports. That would help you out a great deal. But $500, I'm going to put, we're going to all decide, and we're, it's basically bet Zach's money. So I've deposited 500 bucks tomorrow on the show. 
We're going to pick a bet that we feel comfortable with all together, and we're going to bet on BetMGM. It's a great thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to have so many different fun ideas and promotions throughout the course of this year. That's BetMGM code A to Z Sports. All right, Zach. So we're going to talk about the three most important pieces the Titans need to find this offseason to get to a Super Bowl. But first, let's discuss the building blocks that I've put together. So we'll read your comments here in a second. But the building blocks uh, of this team, I, I went offense first, then I went defense. Well, you've got Derrick Henry, number one, first and foremost. Ryan Tannehill, Taylor Lewan, Roger Saffold, Ben Jones. Then you got the young guys, A.J. Brown and Nate Davis. I think that that is your offensive core. You've got the quarterback, the running back, four of your five offensive linemen, and then your stud young wide receiver who's a pro bowler in his second year doing the damn thing, right? And you know what the sad part is? Isaiah Wilson should have been in there because as a first-round pick, he would have had opportunity to play have he, had he not been a complete idiot. Utter, yeah, and I, his Instagram stories are must-click on just to see if he's doing anything stupid again, uh, and that happens every week, it feels like. But yeah, you're right. If Isaiah Wilson wasn't who he is, you we'd be talking about the Titans having their five offensive linemen as building blocks, along with the quarterback, the running back, and the wide receiver. You would feel insanely good about that. You brought up Nate Davis. That's kind of a sneaky guy that has played really well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So again, the Titans offensive building blocks, Henry Tannehill, from left to right, Lawan <laughs> Saffold, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and then AJ Brown. So uh, that's that's the offensive building block. That sounds fantastic, right? Now let's flip to the defense. Here are the building blocks that I wrote down that are going to be here to build the Titans defense. Here's all you got: Kevin Byard, Jeffrey Simmons, Rashawn Evans, Adoree Jackson, Harold Landry. That's five, right? Now, you can argue Amani Dory's Hooker. Dory's only one more year. Right, I, I know. But but you can argue Amani Hooker. You can argue David Long. I don't think you can argue Christian Fulton, even though he was a second-round pick, just because of so much unknown of his rookie year for way different circumstances than Isaiah Wilson's rookie year. But Injury. at five. Five, that's it. I think the offense has seven, and really more than that. But the defense is thin because – Rashawn Evans is not nearly as strong as the seven up top. Adoree Jackson, not nearly as strong as a seven on offense. And neither is Harold Landry. Like, so there is a weak, the, the foundation of defense is definitely a taught a lot weaker than the foundation on offense. All right. So the question we ask is what are the three most important pieces the Titans need to get to get to a uh, Super Bowl? This is obviously Super Bowl week uh, heading into Sunday's game. Let's read some uh, some comments. Steven says, Ed Ru- edge rusher, offensive line, and structure. What does structure uh, I, mean? Uh, because well, there are the three pieces. So I, I would love to. Hey, I'm, hey, not dis- but, I'm not discrediting Steven. I just would love Steven to go deeper into what structure means. I like that. I like that structure is kind of open-ended. If you want to, to it's go just a little bit further, please do. Yeah. Dom says, pass defense, pass defense, and receiver. I, I like that. Defense, defense, defense from Stephen Stafford. Pressure, coverage, and a kicker from Rob. Pass rush, pass rush, and pass rush from Bronson Knuckles. Uh, uh, a, a, a kicker as reliable as suck up. So Dustin is saying a singular one. Maybe we can all put these pieces together. Uh, we got offensive line, pass rush, and kicker. You've got edge rush, a solid number two wide receiver, and a kicker corner safety and rusher uh so we've got some good i mean stability look and and cream brings up that evans is a liability well, but rashawn reason- evans had his worst year of his career this past year but he also lost Jayon brown and a a side piece you talk about levante david and devin white going into the super bowl they help each other those are just straight facts. Homie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you notice in my building blocks, names I didn't mention, uh, John U. Smith, Jayon Brown, Anthony Ferkser, Corey Davis, all these guys who are free agents. I, I can't list those guys, right? Yeah. I also didn't list Malcolm Butler or Kenny Vaccaro because those guys are options to get cut. 
That's the same reason why I did not list Adam Humphreys because he's an option to get cut and he hasn't been available enough to be considered a building block. So th that's kind of my, my thought there. So I would love Zach for, to hear your three pieces. Um, okay. So Steven actually followed up with his structure. He says, I said structure is my third most important piece because the Titans lack trust. Now I don't think that's a great explanation, but I, I do think Titans fans don't trust the Titans to win games they're supposed to win. Example A, Cincinnati. You're right. It, it, you know, it's the letdowns that frustrate the hell out of you uh, any given week when you go into a game against an inferior opponent and you play down to the competition. That's That's been something the Titans franchise has struggled with for a long time that the fan base feels each and every Sunday. So I have my three. Okay. And it obviously starts with one. This should be on everybody's list. It's pass rush. They don't have it. They need it. They have to have it to get to a Super Bowl. Look at what the Bucs are rocking with going into Sunday's game. They have JPP and they have Shaq Barrett. Shaq Bar Barrett destroyed Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship game. He gave them fits. He single-handedly killed drives. He killed series. You can't replace that. They, the Titans don't have guys to do that. Harold Landry is a number two pass rusher. They need a premier pass rusher. They thought Jadeveon Clowney would be the guy. He wasn't because of circumstance, and Vic Beasley was, like Isaiah Wilson, and an idiot. So pass rush is number one. Number two is a number two wide receiver. I truly believe to help this offense not do what it did against Baltimore and only score 13 points, A.J. Brown needs help. Ryan Tannehill needs help. Derrick Henry needs help. Corey Davis did a lot for this team. I don't want to discredit what he did for this team this year. The other years, he was not very good. But they need a number two wide receiver to replace Corey Davis because I do not believe that they will re-sign him. Look, I've been wrong before. They just hired and promoted Shane Bowen. I think it's a dumbass decision, but it is what it is. <laughs> I think they have a number, they need a number two wide receiver to replace Corey Davis because Corey Davis is probably going to be too expensive. Now we don't know his injury, right? I I, we don't know. I don't wait a hip knee have no idea, but he didn't play at the end of that playoff game, which means it was hurt enough not to go in the game. And the last one, and I think this is very important and I've actually uh, a little closer to the situation now recently is they have to replace Steven Gutkowski. They have to find a kicker. And the, I loved the comment in the comment section they got to find a kicker that will reliably win them games. Goskowski was a stopgap, right? They tried out a bunch of kickers. They knew him from New England, John Robinson and Vrabel, and they brought him in. They gave him the job, and he did uh, okay at times and really bad at times. So they have to find a new kicker, and that, that will separate and win you the close games. That, my friend, will get you to overtime against Pittsburgh after you've worked your tail off to get in field goal range. So, to repeat, pass rush, number two wide receiver, and kicker. Those are the three things that I think win you games to get you, because you got to win two more games. Well, okay. you essentially got to win three games, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Wild card divisional championship to get to the Super Bowl. Right, because we, I answer. think we all understand that Patrick Mahomes probably has a pretty tight grasp on that solo bye week, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like he's got that. And now Dom says just re-sign Guskowski because he botched the spelling of it, which is fair. But, that you know, simply re-signing Stephen Guskowski, I don't know if that's an option because we don't know what Stephen Guskowski is thinking about next year. They got to find their next suck up, right? Well, suck up gave you really good well, time. So, so, and Lee says you never should have gotten rid of suck up. I, I think with the injuries have been the thing, right? Injuries is why Ryan suck up struggled two seasons ago. And also why you felt like you had to move on from him because he couldn't get right. And you're paying him way too much. Cause you just re-signed him to a massive deal because of how good he was. So it didn't make sense to pay a aging injured kicker who struggled for almost an entire year 
that much money. So you had to move on from Suckup. Hindsight is 2020 because Ryan Suckup got healthy. Steven Gaskowski also is was dealing with injuries over the and I know that actually for a fact. Uh and I learned more about this uh in the offseason, but Steven Gaskowski was dealing with injuries. But here's the problem. Uh nobody cares. Right. <laughs> and I, that's actually something that I said. But that I did learn that after the season about Goskowski is he was dealing with injuries that go figure Mike Vrabel was not going to release to the public that we don't know about. Which is but, why I think coaches need to reevaluate what they say about injuries. But I'm going to criticize what I see on the field. And exactly. That's, that's all we can do. That's all we can do is blame the kicker who's you know missing a bunch of extra points and field goals early in the year, and we don't know why, right? But he's nailing the 50 plus yarders. Okay, so that's fine. I, you, your three, reiterate your three most, again, most important pieces. Re, reiterate your three, Zach. Pass rush, wide receiver number two, kicker. All right, so I'm going to get to mine. And my three, we've got some crossover, but my three are different. I knew they would not be the same. Sometimes yeah. I feel that they would be the same. I know that they're not the same. All right, Zach, first tell the people about Calvin and Suttle. Yeah, Calvin and Suttle is where you need to get your hardwood floors. Look, we've been featuring some of these hardwood floors right here on the show. Calvin and Suttle, upgrade your house. Look at that. That bad boy can be right in your, I don't know, kitchen, living room, den. This, this my friends, is called Dover. Request. Request. Be like, look, I saw, I saw the Dover hardwood flooring on A to Z Sports. I'd like to take a closer look at that. I would possibly like that be installed in my house. That absolutely can happen with Calvin and Subtle. CalvinandSubtle.com, if you're in the mid-state area, right? Clarksville, Gallatin, Spring Hill, Nashville, they cover it all. Hendersonville, they've got you covered right here. Bell Mead, wherever you live, they will go to you. 615-448-6414. Love this Dover. Ask for Dover. And I ain't talking about Delaware. I'm glad you're not talking about Delaware. I've actually, like, two places that I don't think that I will go. I'd like to go to Maine to eat some lobster, but I don't think that I'm going to go to Vermont or or Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> I feel like Wayne's World. Or We're Rhode Delaware. Island. I, don't know. I would Rhode go Island, to Maine. Rhode Island and Vermont, they've got some out. Anyway, regardless. BetMGM, uh, download the app today, the king of sports books. Use our promo code ATOZ Sports and listen. You get, just by going to BetMGM and using our promo code ATOZ Sports, you make a $1 money line bet on either team Sunday. If your team wins, you win $100. So that's a $1 money line bet to win $100. That's a no-brainer there. ATOZ Sports is the code at BetMGM app. Sign up today. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. You must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call a Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789. Make sure you download that BetMGM app. Yes, I mean, it, it is awesome. I've started to use it this week. Code A to Z Sports will hook you up. So, right. Austin. Yeah. Where are you at? Yeah, so knowing my my building blocks for the Titans offense are the, the running back, the quarterback, four offensive linemen, and minus your right tackle, Dennis Kelly serviceable, and then A.J. Brown, right? Then you've got on defense, you've got Bayard, Simmons, really are, are you feel good about, Evans, Adorian, Landry, you, you're kind of shaky, right? So here are my three most – I feel good about Harold Landry. I would put good in Harold Landry. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But – my three most important pieces the Titans need to add this offseason to, to get to where they can go to a Super Bowl, number one is pass rusher. They have to find a pass rusher that can get it done. Zach, number two is another pass rusher. They don't need just one pass rusher. They need two pass rushers to be able to get this job done. And number three is wide receiver number two. Because if you look at what – Look at the teams that were in the championship weekend. You've got the Chiefs, the Bills, the Packers, and the Bucks. All three of those, all four of those teams have multiple productive wide receivers and multiple pass rushers that scare the ever-living hell out of the opposing quarterback. And so you gotta get that. You gotta have and Harold Landry is not scaring anybody. He's got a sweet spin and a bin, but that's about it. He's a two-trick pony. He has a fastball and an average changeup. That guy needs to develop his curveball. He's got time for it to do it. He's still a young player. Ah, well, time. 
He's only got one year uh, left on his contract. So I don't he's know how much. Second round pick. Yeah, he's only got this. He's going into the last year of his contract. So he doesn't have a lot of time. You better do that pretty soon. But you need pass rusher one, pass rusher two, wide receiver two. Those are the three most important positions that you got to go get. And it's a situation where free agency, I think you can only get one of the three free free agency, which means you have to draft the other two. And I'm talking draft them high and you've got to hit in the draft. You get to hit on all three, one free agent, two draft picks. That's where I go. I don't disagree with you. I would probably, if, if I was playing your game, I would go pass rush, pass rush, wide receiver, two kicker. But in those order, I do think kicker equals points and points equal wins. Right, so but I, you, that's why I value that, and you know how I feel about. But it. kickers aren't—you don't spend a lot of capital, whether it's draft or free agent dollars, on a kicker, it, right? We did. I didn't. We, that, that, that's not the. No, comment. I understand it's that. A, but what did it, what's the word? Find. Yes, it's fine. You can find them in all different play, places, and shapes, and forms. Doesn't matter. But it's not about money. I, it's not about draft picks. It's not about Robert Aguayo. It's not about that BS. It's about finding them. Find your Ryan Suckup. And and Ryan Suckup had a very good career for Kansas City. I mean, the Chiefs know him. You know, they know him very well. But he came in there and was, let's just face it, a dynamic kicker for the years that he was a Tennessee Titan besides the year that he got hurt. That's, that's what it was. Right, and so, that's so important to a coach and a coaching strategy, right? This is and and let me let me speak right here because this is why the kicker is so important, guys. Mike Vrabel, it makes Mike Vrabel's job easier. It makes the offensive coordinator, whoever it is, easier. It just does. Whoever your offensive coordinator is, now they can go and say, "We're going to play for three points and try to extend the lead." Instead of seven, we're going to go up by ten, but we only need to get to the forty-two yard line. Why? Because our kicker's got a boot. No, it again, changes the game and it and, helps your offense. And Greg says Rodrigo Hot Rod Blankenship worked out better than the Titans' seventh round waste of a draft pick at quarterback. Again, that's why I was so well, pissed. Off. Actually, in key games, which was their playoff game, Rodrigo Blankenship missed field goals. Yeah, sure. And, yeah, fair. But uh, so now, so that's not true. <laughs> okay, so Titans for Life brings up a couple uh, questions and says. Uh, first off, they uh, Titans for Life said, how do you find those needs at the 22nd overall pick? And then follows up and says, great pass rushers don't fall to 22nd overall in the draft. Well, to answer your first way you phrased it is, number 22 pick in the 2020 NFL draft, Pro Bowl wide receiver Justin Jefferson. So you can get stud talent at 22 overall. I, I'll, and, I'll give you another example, Austin. That was a good example. What about... Round number two, pick 36 in the 2018 gra draft, Darius Leonard, right? You can find yeah, he's good defensive players. He's an inside linebacker. We're talking about elite pass rushers. I, I'm talking about, no, I, I'm talking about elite players. I'm talking about you can find them. Don't say that you can't. I'm giving examples of you can find them peppered from the first and the second round. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. It's going to be, you're trying to find a diamond in the rough. Yeah, and Titans First and second, were, you can hit. Yeah, you can. And John Robinson's been really good in the second round. Really good. Minus Kevin Dodd, he's been damn good in the second round. With guys like, uh, you know, Derek Henry. Derek Henry. A.J. <laughs> <laughs> Brown, Harold Landry. Like, there's some good second round picks that they've been able to hit on. Uh, so, yeah, that are your current building blocks. Titans for Life is talking about pass rush in the first round. I don't know if that's where they go in the first round. I think they have to do that in the first or second round. Harold Landry, I think, is a second-round pick, is okay. There's just nobody around him. So that's where I think the three most important pieces they need to find are pass rusher A, pass rusher B, and wide receiver two. And I think pass rusher A comes in free agency. Pass rusher B is a rookie somewhere in the first two rounds to go along with Harold Landry? Because somebody commented that, that he thinks the Titans need four new pass rushers. Like, well, if Harold Landry is one of them and you add two more and Harold Landry and the two guys are your top three guys, I'm okay with Derek Roberson being the fourth. Well, that, that was the plan. Yes. Going into the season, essentially, now you found out a little bit more about Vic Beasley, but it was supposed to be Harold Landry, Vic Beasley, Jadeveon Clowney, and Derek Roberson. Like, if, if those guys worked out, which not all of them did, you have a, a quality pass rush on paper. 
Yeah, the problem and, and Luke, is you don't win Super Bowls or go to Super Bowls on paper. Well, and Luke Warsham wrote at our website uh, earlier this week that they need to look at what Green Bay did two off-seasons ago that allowed Green Bay to get to back-to-back NFC Championship games. That was Preston and Zedaria Smith, both in free agency, and their first-round pick was on Rashawn Gary. They didn't double down, they tripled up, right? So do the Titans need to triple up in pass rush? Probably, but with the cap situation, they can't afford to go double up free agent. They have to go, I think, one free agent, one higher draft pick, and then another mid-round draft pick yeah, at and- pass rusher. Now, the best thing about their their last need, the third need for me, wide receiver two, is you can find that rounds one through three. I think you can. They found it with A.J. Brown. Now, this franchise's history tells you it took them 20-plus years to find A.J. Brown. But <laughs> If A.J. Brown never happened, you would be like, they ain't well, going to find the a wide dif- receiver. The difference is what the college game is giving you. The Fair. college game is giving you guys that can come in and play. Yeah. And Titans Kyle says very deep wide receiver class this year. There's a very deep wide receiver class last year. There's a deep one this year. There's going to be a deep one the next year. So honestly, like looking forward is unless you find A.J. Brown, there's not a lot of reason to sign big, huge wide receiver contracts unless it's for your wide receiver one. Like you lock in your wide receiver one and then you just roll through rookie contracts. That's, I mean, and you you make sure you stack them ahead of time so you're not just, you know, dry and having to reset, right? Well, look at what look at what the Bucks did. They drafted Mike Evans and then drafted Chris Godwin in the later rounds. So they've got their one and two. Now Godwin hit. Nobody would have said that they hit. And then they started drafting good tight ends. I think the Titans, and it depends on John O. Smith, right? If they re-sign John O. Smith, this kind of changes things. But the Titans are more of an organization that value tight ends. They, I think, value tight ends maybe more than wide receiver twos. So I'd be curious, and I will be curious in the offseason, to see who they go after. You know, Allen Robinson has been drifted out there. I think he's going to be way too expensive that's, for that's a number two wide it. receiver. It's now, not I, like I, either, I, either you pony up and run it back with Corey Davis because you want continuity, which we know Mike Vrabel loves him some continuity. But yeah, again, Corey I, Davis saying con- it doesn't have any continuity. Exactly. I, that, I don't think that's happening. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Either if if you don't re-sign Corey Davis, you do not sign a high-priced free agent wide receiver. Corey Davis is what I'm saying. Corey Davis is the only high-priced wide receiver they should be signing in free agency, and I don't think they should do it. I think they have to go draft. Yeah, and Bobby says, did Zach say that the Bucks drafted good tight ends? OJ Howard has been good. He hasn't been great. He's been injured, and Cameron Bright is really good. So yes, they did draft good tight ends. You want to go go at me with Bucks knowledge? I will go, Bobby. I would love that. That would actually be that would make me happy. Right, we can go so, deep. We can go deep. We can go back to Ken Dilger. Like nobody knows that he played for Indianapolis and he played for the Bucks. Well, Super Bowl winning tight end right there. Real quick, Brent says, "Why not re-sign Corey Davis and cut Adam Humphreys? Humphreys makes nine million. Yeah, but by cutting Adam Humphreys doesn't mean you're clearing the nine million. You're only clearing four, and you're still having to pay him five by cutting him. So it's not." It's not a you know one out one in type of situation there with the salary cap. That's not how it works. Adam Humphreys has too much dead money, but I still think he's an opportunity to get cut. Would you rather pay Adam Humphreys nine million dollars to be here than pay him five to not be here? Probably. So, but these again, are decisions. These are decisions that will have to be made soon. No doubt. No doubt. A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday, Titans Thursday. We do this uh, every Thursday. Here's a. I think it's a good question, uh, and it goes along with my building block, so we'll take it the next step. We've talked about the pieces the Titans must find in order to get to a Super Bowl behind Derrick Henry. How many more years is this window? That's the next topic we want to discuss. How many more years is this championship window with how they are structured right now? But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. It's full body electronic muscle stimulation. You might be wondering what the hell is that in a 15-minute workout doesn't work. It does work. The results are real because the science is real. There's real soreness that you will feel after these workouts. 
uh, and they can help you achieve your fitness goals. Whatever your fitness goals might be, whether it's to bulk up or slim down, you can achieve those goals with what Mandu can do for you. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. A to Z Sports, don't forget, title sponsor, download the BetMGM app. You pro, Use promo code A to Z Sports. This week for the big game, they've got specials going on. We're going to bet with my money tomorrow, $500. Yeah. It's going to be great. But you can bet, and this is this is great, $1 on a money line and get $100. That's the deal. It's great. BetMGM code A to Z Sports. Okay, so the question we've got here is, how many more years do the Titans have in this championship window? I'm seeing I'm Mark two, two, Kyle says two to three, Jimmy with a two, Gene two, three tops, G Man says two more max. Um, Zachary George says as many as Henry stays chugging and healthy. Derrick Henry himself has three years left on his contract. Guy says two, maybe three. Dean with three. Uh, two says Dom, Tommy two, Donald two, Jake two, Nate three. Wow. Lee says one. The first one that I've seen, two to three from John Michael, two, two to three, four from Louie, which is the longest. Threes there from Josh and Steven, two from other Steven, two and two. So two, obviously, is the most common answer, Zach. What do you think? Well, I guess they, I think they did their research, right? Oh, I mean, look. I think A to Z sports fans and followers and viewers are very smart because, look, they watch our show all the time. We read their input. They know what they're talking about. They yeah, know I, the team that they're watching. And they have the the right answer. Now, that that it could change based on play, but this is not about Derrick Henry. It's really not about Mike Vrabel. It's not about the defense. This is about one singular man. Oh. This is about the quarterback position. It's about Ryan Tannehill. Because if you don't have a quarterback, ask Vince Young, ask Jake Locker, ask – Zach Mettenberger and Charlie Marcus Whitehurst. Mariota. Huh? Charlie Whitehurst. Charlie Whitehurst. Yeah, Patrick. old Charlie. Can't forget Ryan about Charlie. Patrick. They can't forget the, Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah, Hasselbeck was in there. Right? Hey, Hasselbeck threw the, had the passion yards season record for the Titans until this past year. So yeah, right? that, tells so, you, that tells you a lot about the overall position. So look, let's look at Ryan Tannehill's contract. He is signed to the 2023 season, right? He becomes a free agent in 2024. He's well, he's signed first... for the 24 season. He's got three more years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two. That's what I say. Not through two. He, ha- he has. Uh, I said three... to oh, okay. the to to the 23 season. So, the, but here's the difference: they have a potential out after 2022. So Ryan Tannehill in the next two years will decide their playoff window because you have to remember you can't move forward before you understand where you've been. They've already had two years of their playoff window. They went to the AFC champion or their Super Bowl window, excuse me. They went to the AFC championship game. Then they lost in the wild card round to the Ravens a few weeks ago. Now, moving forward with their quarterback that they've signed, they have two seasons. I, I would and possibly three, but I would say likely two. And in a best case scenario, they have four because. Four would be Ryan Tannehill plays so well over the next two years, they give him a contract extension. They don't wait till it's up, and they extend his contract to restructure, get him more players, and pay him more money as how the salary cap is in the next couple of years, and now that's four years. So realistically, it's two. Good case scenario, it's three. Best case scenario, it's four. Let's look at my building blocks that I have for offense. 27, that's Derrick Henry's age. 32, 29, 32, 31. That's Tannehill in the offensive line. Then you got A.J. Brown and Nate Davis at 23 and 24, right? So your, your, your left side, your Lawan's about to be, he's 29, he's about to be 30. Then you've got Saffold, who's in his early 30s, Ben Jones in his early 30s. So you're, you're getting older fast and that's how it works. And so here's the contracts. Henry's got three years left. Tannehill's got three years left. Lawan three years. Saffold, two years. Ben Jones, one year. Guys, this time next year, we're talking about A.J. Brown's new contract. I think that's how fast life happens is A.J. Brown's not playing year four under his rookie contract. He's already earned a lot more than that. 
just like Kevin Byard came before him and did that. So that's a very interesting situation that AJ Brown's going to be in. You got one more year of cheap AJ Brown. So really, this championship window is two years because it's not. It is about Ryan Tannehill. I understand your point there, but it's also about your offensive line. It's about this. It's about your how expensive you're about to get, and then how much needs to be done on the defensive side of the ball. Because the building blocks I have on defense, three guys, three of the five are going into the last year on their deals. And so can you like that's why I struggle with the defensive building blocks is can you even can you even consider where Sean Evans, Adoree Jackson, and Harold Landry as building blocks because they're going into the last year. And so it's it's a it's man, next year is is really big. And, and here's the interesting part about the Titans championship window. It started last year and they didn't even know it. And, and they missed this year. So now every year is important. And I think it's maximum two years. Because well, then there's a reset of your offensive line. There's a reset at others' positions. And you're getting more expensive. And here's the other sad part. And I hate harping on this, but it's just a fact. The Isaiah Wilson draft pick, because he's a first-round pick that was supposed to help you right away, the fact that he's not and he's going the other direction will impact you, not now, but here in the next three years of your Super Bowl window. Because your first-round capital, which is, I mean, we know what the value of a first-round pick is, is giving you absolutely nothing. It's actually giving you the opposite. It should be Advil, but in Ed, it's a throbbing headache. And it's it's the opposite. <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to work. And so I, I don't know. I, I I I'm fearful that that is going to have a greater long term effect on the next four or five years than we truly know. If he doesn't get his act together, which it doesn't seem yeah. like he is. Like Dean says, I still have hope that Wilson will grow up and pan out. Like, dude, like every time that guy posts an Instagram story, I, I keep, I look at him and like, he's not getting it. And if he's not, like he's got, he's got the months of April, May, and June to get it. If Isaiah Wilson does not get with the program for April, May, and June, the guy's not going to be here anymore. And, and that's, and Puka says Wilson's getting worse. He might, <laughs> he might be. Uh, so look, it's very interesting what's going to happen. I, I, I thought Lee brought up that the Titans have never used the franchise tag and made someone play on it. Think it's time to do so. It's not because the cap is down so much. You can't afford, literally, you cannot afford to use a franchise tag because the franchise tags are so much guaranteed money. You can't do that. So let's let's look at this. Now, I, I did a little research. So the last three Super Bowls, correct me if I'm wrong, the last three champions were the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Patriots, right? Am I missing somebody? Not in that order. If you're going backwards, Chiefs, Patriots, Eagles. Okay, so that makes sense. So let's look at their first-round picks prior to that. Like and those are those are late first round picks because those teams were were pretty good. I actually have this pulled up fairly quickly. You look at the Chiefs; they drafted, and they're kind of weird. But Eric Fisher, who won't play because of Achilles, but has been—I mean, he's earned another contract as a tackle. He's was justified. D. Ford, who gave them—I know he was offsides. I know you're going to bring that up, but D. Ford was good. You're looking at, at their first round draft picks that are on the roster. No, that uh, b- dating back prior to them winning a Super Bowl, right? Oh, okay. Marcus Peters, no longer he wasn't there with them. Pretty good though. But, but he wasn't. He did not win a Super Bowl with them. They traded him away. But and they got they, they got stuff for him. So that, right. So they get, got value for. Them. They're not going to get any value for Isaiah Wilson. That's the point. Mm. 2016, they didn't have a pick, and then 2010 was Patrick Mahomes. In the last two years, which is crazy, they haven't had a first round pick. Well, Clyde. Well, 2019, 2018, excuse okay. me. So that they have not had the bust that Isaiah Wilson is. 
The Patriots, very weird because they usually trade away their first-round pick and get value, and they've had Tom Brady, so that impacts them. But Sony Michelle, I think, has been good. Isaiah Wynn, offensive tackle out of Georgia, has been good. Nikhil Harry, not so much, but that really doesn't matter because of the change of quarterback. And then if you look at the Eagles, they had Derek Barnett, who was a rookie the year they won it. So go ahead. Who, who led up to that? Uh, they had uh, Lane Johnson, Marcus Smith, and N- Nelson Aguilar did not work out. Yeah, so the Eagles really didn't draft well. The Eagles just developed How, well. how much was the Eagles a, a, a lucky year? Oh, they had eight defensive linemen they could play, and they just rotated those dudes in like John Calipari, John Wall, Kentucky platoon style. Like, you know when Calipari was talking about platoons? They were just platooning their D-line and constantly getting after people. So Rob has it perfectly, and I believe this is right. And it doesn't matter because they won the Super Bowl. They should be credited with that. But you'll get the love of the show because this is exactly what the Eagles were. That was a destiny Super Bowl. Absolutely. It's the Giants, a destiny Super Bowl. The Steelers, when Big Ben won, a destiny Super Bowl. I love that term. I've never really heard that. But the Eagles won a destiny Super Bowl. I think the Titans, if they would have beaten the Chiefs last year and won the the Super Bowl. That's a destiny, yeah. That's a destiny Super Bowl. No doubt. No doubt. It is eSports here live here on a Titans Thursday we got a Mike Vrabel topic that I think is interesting and really want to know how Titans fans feel about this. It is a yes or no question. Which we, don't we don't usually do that. Yeah, we don't usually do yes or no's, but this one felt appropriate. But first, Zach, tell everybody about the Tucker Agency. Yes, Tucker TN. That is where you need to get your brand new insurance policy. Okay? You need to restructure. I can already tell you. 20% on your insurance if you email Will, W-I-L-L, at tuckertn.com that's tuckertn.com nashville's independent insurance agency they've got you taken care of car insurance life insurance homeowners insurance renters insurance they do it all think about what your policy is look when, when you buy a new house you're gonna have to restructure that make sure tucker tn is involved in that will at tuckertn.com they will help you out 20 percent is the average savings on insurance when you contact them All right, BetMGM, don't forget, download the app today. Use our promo code ATOZ Sports when you sign up, and you can make a $1 money line bet on either team for Sunday. Just $1 money line bet. And if that team wins, you get $100. I mean, that's that's like an incredible money line odds right there. So $1 to get $100 with using our promo code ATOZ Sports when you sign up for the BetMGM app. King of Sportsbooks right there. Download and sign up today. ATOZ Sports, the promo code. Can Mike Vrabel win the Super Bowl with the Titans? I mean, it's a very generic, hard, difficult, uh, a lot of depth to this yeah. question, but yes or no. And this is gut opinion, right? Gut yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to look at comments real quick. Got yes, yes. Vrabel can, yes, yes, uh, yes from BMO, like yes from Louie, maybe for Puka not playing the game. Uh, Demetrius says, let me get a head start and just say no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, there's there's a lot more yeses than I thought. Zach, Deborah, Dennis, yeses. Titans, Kyle with a yes. Now you've got some Jareds and, um, and some others and Rob saying no based on his recent promotions and Ethan Ramsey with a no with Shane Bowen. So my answer, like, it's like the odds tell you no, (laughs) just because like how many, and I don't know this off the top of my head and I probably could have done some research on this, but how many head coaches have actually won Super Bowls? Not that many. There's a lot, a lot of head coaches who have not won Super Bowls. And there are, huh? 33. 33. So 33 head coaches have won. Great trivia question. It is really good. 33 head coaches have won the 54 Super Bowls, and maybe uh, your boy Bruce Arians can be number 34 with Sunday's game. You'd love to see it. And Dean's right. Your question is, can he, not will he? So is he good enough to get the Titans a Super Bowl? I like that, Dean. That's clarification. Yes. Mean Dean. And that will lead me to my answer. 
The odds of will he is no, right? right. I mean, yes. it's no. And here's the hard part. It's even more no because you have seen that Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent already early in his career. So he could dominate the next decade. I'm not saying will, but he could. Like Tom Brady hasn't won every single solitary Super Bowl. He's been to a lot of them. But I think that Mike Vrabel can. I, I truly believe that he can. I think that he has the wherewithal. I think he needs more experience, right? He needs more of those fourth and two decisions in playoff games. And you got to make mistakes to learn from them. I I would bet my $500 that on BetMGM, A to Z Sports, if Mike Vrabel gets into a similar situation and it's fourth and two in the fourth quarter, and they're behind in a wild card game, I think he goes for it. So that tells me that, and I believe that, I think that he can. He's got to get the right players, but I also think, I think that players want to play for him. Now, if you know anything about Mike Vrabel, at times, and he would probably admit this, he is a prick. I've talked to players that they have said, Vrabel can be a prick sometimes. <laughs> but because, just because you're a prick doesn't mean that they don't respect you or follow you or you're a leader. Like, I've heard players say that. That's that, it's not People call me a prick. Like, I, I don't think Vrabel's going to get offended by that. I think he knows who he is. But I think the respect is there. And I also think that his knowledge of the system of the Patriot way does have value for this. It's not a guarantee just because you played under Bill Belichick or Nick Saban that you're going to win championships. That's not how this works. But I do believe that the the system and what he's trying to put in place can work and can win a Super Bowl. Here's the problem. <clears throat> Zach, do you know the last – this removes Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick and Tom Brady as a unit – is something that we can't really compare to, <clears throat> but the last not uh, the last non-offensive head coach to win a Super Bowl not named Bill Belichick. Non, uh, Pete Carroll. Yeah, correct. Pete Carroll back in 2014. Then you had you had John Harbaugh, who is the real oddball because John Harbaugh is a special teams guy. <laughs> the that was that, but Pete Carroll. Well, then if you, you take everybody out. More defensive-minded head coaches because well, Bill Belichick but, is included. It has won yeah, the Super Bowl. But, but when you look so at you, like, this is a bad stat. No, you it, can't it's take not. out. That's like omitting like who's the best team besides Alabama. Well, nobody cares because Alabama is the best. Team. Well, you look at you look at the only two teams, or the only teams that can compete with the Alabamas, the only teams that can compete with the Patriots with the combo of Belichick and Brady. Because look at the two head coaches now: Andy Reid, Bruce Arians, offense last year. Andy Reid, obviously, Doug Peterson. Gary Kubiak, then you had Pete Carroll, John Harbaugh, then you had Coughlin, McCarthy, Sean Payton. And then you run into Mike Tomlin, right? That's 2009. So the, the thing with, with Mike Vrabel is as the trend grows, back when it went Tom Coughlin and Mike Tomlin winning Super Bowls and Bill Cowher and Tony Dungy, like we can't even compare that to right now. It's so, it's a completely different era. So my answer is no. It's because Mike Vrabel's a, his coach is a defensive guy. And his and defense sucks. <laughs> yes, and he's going to have to constantly find a new offensive quarter, coordinator if it works. Well, it's or, backwards, right? So yes. this is the time where his defense should be unbelievable. Yes. He's a defensive guy. Right. That's and what he knows. That's the side of the ball. That's the same thing with the Patriots. The Patriots have never had like a completely terrible defense. They've either been dominant, number one, or top five, or serviceable that are 13, 12, 10, 9, something like that. Right? But the problem is the Titans were the fourth worst defense in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You can't compete. It's like the Cowboys this year. They were never going to win games, even if Dak Prescott was healthy, because their defense was slaw, coleslaw, mayonnaise-based coleslaw. That's what they were. And even like Pete Carroll, like 
you kind of forget that Pete Carroll has a defensive background because he's been a head coach for so long. And, I mean, I knew that. I no, that. I, I know you knew that, but like you forget, like, and, but because Pete uh, Carroll is coaching the Seahawks with Russell Wilson, you think Seahawks offense. I don't. I mean, I, I know okay, that's for fine. A fact. But I'm talking about the general thought of Seahawks. I don't think so. I think okay, Pete Carroll's a defensive Maybe guy. Maybe you disagree. Okay, that's fine. I, I I think when I think Seahawks, I think offense. That's that's what I with Russ Wilson. That's that's what I think. But well, and Pete Carroll, as mentioned, and Bobby brings this up, is Pete Carroll's defense was slaw this year too. No, I I think if you talk with with the Dak Prescott health, I think the Titans, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks are the same team. <laughs> but why why did the Seahawks go to two Super Bowls and win one? Oh, it's because of their well, because of several things. The Legion of Boom, obviously. The defense was great, and they hit with a third round quarterback on a rookie contract. Well, so the Titans could have been in that situation if they and I'm not saying they would have had the Legion of Boom, but if they had anywhere closely resembles something of that defense, they hit on three guys. They hit on Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and A.J. Brown. They had the pieces. They just screwed it up on the defensive side of the ball. And Mike Vrabel, as a defensive-minded head coach, should be kicking himself. But he's not. He's running it back. He's doubling down on the same thing. Oh, God. That just makes me have a headache. An Isaiah Wilson headache. Uh, But why? (laughs) But why? Uh, verbal meme but why right and, and that's in you know titans fans are going to be kicking themselves if they continue to have a bad defense to waste the offense they have and that's why i think it's maximum two years in two years you're gonna have to rework the offensive line and we know how important that is because the offensive line this year with the injuries were a part of the lack of personnel on offense that hurt them against the ravens yeah, well, and because you don't have – Tannehill is not Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers. Those are elite quarterbacks that can overcome some defensive deficiencies. Ryan Tannehill can play at an elite level at times, but he is not an elite quarterback, right? So he cannot – overcome consistently the defensive deficiencies especially if you have if you're dead last on third down defense yeah and i'm just speeding like these are just fact this is factual information like i'm not i don't speak anything that is untrue on this defense i'm not sitting here trying to just like be harsh right this is what it is one comment i want to uh young brings up on periscope henry and Tannehill aren't guaranteed after the season well Tannehill has guaranteed two more years and but he's right about derrick henry the titans can get out from derrick henry after this upcoming year if they want to there there is an op there's an opportunity for the titans to pay derrick henry for this past season and this upcoming season two years 25 mil and be done with it and move on from the guy when he's 28 there's an option for that do i think that's going to happen i doubt it but that is there's that's why i say two years it's two years where Derrick Henry touching the ball 400 times for another two years, that doesn't last forever as freakish as Derrick Henry is. Yeah, and and the people, the A to Z sports fans that are watching the show got that right. The answer was two. Both of us said two, and everybody in the chat said two. This is very self-aware. I'm very proud. Very self-aware fan base. Yep, yep. A to Z Sports here live on a Thursday, and we're going to end this Thursday show like we do every Thursday with Magic Bucket Anxiety. We've got the Magic Bucket right here. Zach, I have to reach in here for the both of us and pull out something uh, hopefully not super embarrassing that we have to do. So Magic Bucket Thursday every week here on A to Z Sports. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There are so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit to create extra cash flow uh, for you and your family. Uh, so RentersWarehouse.com, check them out there. If you're currently renting out your home, then you can find the new home with all the great inventory they have at RentersWarehouse.com. Ooh, and plus right here, BetMGM, code A to Z Sports, you get on here. They have all of the spreads, so easy. They plus have big game parlays that are easier to just pick 
Uh, and the best part about BetMGM, as I look at this thing on my phone, is once you use promo code A to Z Sports, you can bet a $1 money line bet. And if you win that bet, $1. That is, let's see, you go through and you have 100 pennies in your house. You put that, you deposit it into an account, you create an account, you put those 100 pennies onto a money line bet, and you win said bet. You eat 100 pennies now turns into $100. Now, that's good turnover right there, thanks to BetMGM. Yep. I think we have a first, Zach. I think we have a first person that tells us to get rid of the magic bucket. And, and I didn't expect that to come from Alan. Alan's telling us to get rid of the magic bucket. Alan, who dropped off a, a, a little Christmas card to us at the mainstay. Alan, like, no, we're not going to get rid of the magic bucket. Like, it's the only time I've ever seen that. So uh, here's a quick story. Now, this is a perfect story time for Alan and everybody that want to know the back history of the creation of the Magic Bucket and the real reason why the Magic Bucket... Uh, uh, he says, I love you guys, but it's getting old. So here's the reason why the Magic Bucket... Well, hey, Alan, spice it up. Sign to our DMs. Yes, yes. Give us things to do. And give us things to do. So don't, don't criticize, realize. So th- this is what... Uh, the magic bucket. I, I get weird ideas that pop into my head, but the idea was prior to COVID, we were going to go to training camp and have this magic bucket and have Titans players pick out of the magic bucket yeah. for users' submissions questions. Now they weren't probably going to be you know dress up as Elton John tomorrow, but they were going to be like answer a specific question. So this was for Titans training camp. The magic bucket. We were going to do it on the show, and then the Titans players were going to do it on training camp. But effing COVID hit our shores and ruined yeah. our lives, and we now instead had to do zooms. And you can't really magic bucket zooms. So uh, I think that that was the idea. And now we, I mean, Austin and I don't reap any benefit on this. No. You guys reap all the benefit, but it is a fun, entertaining, and that's what the final segment of the show is always. Yes, it's always to be goofy and to do random stuff that's not sports. So it is my sticker week. And so my sticker, I think, is appropriate uh, for what uh, our boy uh, David Allen is feeling towards the Magic Bucket. Magic Bucket ain't going nowhere, Allen. <laughs> so the, the... <laughs> I did not see that coming. COVID. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> oh, that's how man. the world feels about COVID right now. Sad Michael Jordan meme. That's hilarious. Dead. That's my emoji right now. Dead. I'm going to go so find I, it. I, I, I've had this crying Jordan sticker for like months, and I'm like, I got to find the right time to do it. And so uh, I had <laughs> – this was the right week for the crying Jordan uh, meme sticker to go on just because – that's why I brought up Alan. I was like, hey, "This is it. Alan's gonna get the." Uh, you you the saw, goal. you saw your 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 sliver, and you boom, yes. you busted right through the hole. I took advantage of my open window. <laughs> All right, Zach. So now let's pull the magic bucket. I'll put uh, crying Jordan right there in front of everybody. We can see it. All right. So uh, who am I pulling for right now? I never keep up with this. Uh, you pull for me. Okay, this is for Zach. I do that. When I start coughing, I just say COVID, COVID, just as a joke to say like, hey, look, let me cough. Don't, don't like step away. Ooh, Zach, this is a user submission. So oh, no. it's something. Uh, Alan, that, you huh? son of a. <laughs> Josh Martin. Good job. We're going to be on, on, uh, on site a couple times next week. So either Monday or Tuesday, depending on the delivery. You have to dress up as Batman for for one of those shows. So, I mean, Amazon Prime that Batman suit, but uh, either Monday or Tuesday, you gotta you gotta be Batman. I can't be Bruce Wayne. No, you gotta be Batman. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is Batman. Okay, no, I like gotta- I like that. I respect Batman. I'm big Batman guy. Batman's my favorite superhero. Same. I mean, I like villains, but I, I, Batman is my, by far, I am, Batman is number one and nobody touches him. Nobody. I agree. It's the most fun thing. It's realistic because all he is is a rich guy. So any rich guy who's in good shape can be Batman. <laughs> it would be even better if I had to speak the entire show. I don't like want to. Bruce Wayne. I don't want you to shoot your voice dead. Right? men sent me. 
you wouldn't be able to do that. You wouldn't be able to do that for an entire show. You would be, you would have no voice afterwards. So yeah, that's, it, it wouldn't be good. So, so David is uh, David Allen still, still upset about the uh, magic bucket. bucket I don't, now? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. This is for me. I have not done this. You have. And so this will be retired Batman with a beard too, which is pretty funny. Go ahead. <laughs> this will be retired after I do this. Uh, I, <laughs> I have to do the peanut butter jelly time song and dance. Oh, okay. I, now this is uh, entertaining. So should I do it Monday when we're on uh, site so I can have space to do the dance instead of just sing it? Uh, I mean, yeah, if we're just going to make it a full show. We just do it. <laughs> we just do it there. So Monday I'll do peanut butter jelly and uh, Zach will either do Batman Monday or Tuesday, depending on the Amazon delivery. Fair. Yeah, it'll get here pretty fast. All right, Titans Kyle says, say this in your Batman voice. Where's the pass rush? (laughs) (laughs) Where the hell's the pass rush, Vrabel? Yeah, all right. Good stuff. Good stuff for the Magic Bucket. And that is uh, Arthur. I I thought today's show was great. I mean, I I thought we had good topics, good discussion about the uh, Titans and their Super Bowl window. So appreciate you guys watching. Have a great Thursday the um, rest of your Thursday, and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning where the best thing about tomorrow morning's show, Zach, and everybody involved is that we get to pick what Zach bets $500 on. <laughs> so bet MGM app. Zach's got his 500 bucks. We're going to put it all on something. And so be thinking, what bet do we want Zach to put 500 bucks on? So, And then we'll have it. Uh, for you guys tomorrow. And join along. Hey, sign up for BetMGM. Support our sponsor. They they will, and you could be a part of the action. This is going to be good. All right, guys. We'll see you Friday. Thanks for watching. Adios.